and the intro goes here. <laughs> yeah, this is where the intro goes. I didn't have time to write it, but the intro goes here. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Hey Baby, What's Wrong, the sixth and seventh episode of 30 Rock Season 6. Happy Valentine's, y'all. It's a celebration of romance and love for most of the world, but for our favorite 30 Rockers, it's a time of deceit, contrition, and Ikea. Criss Cross will make Liz Lemon pumped, pumped for V-Day, or at least that's his goal. Daddy Jack is in a sex slump. Jenna doesn't want to be a voice jump, and Hazel is getting Getting humped, humped by Tracy's lizard. Let's dive in. <laughs> what is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Liz, there's someone in the apartment. Someone who thinks you're special in every single way. And wrote this song to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. And the chorus goes here. Yeah, this is where the chorus goes. I didn't have time to write it, but the chorus goes here. It's okay. I really don't care about Valentine's. But you're a lady, right? What'd you think of this episode? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it was such a labored way of describing it. The chorus goes here is like one of your favorite refrains ever. It's so true. All yeah. the Chris Cross stuff is amazing. <laughs> All the Hazel Wasser name stuff is not. There's not that much of it, though. There's enough to make There's you pissed. Pete Hornberger with a wig. Um, and a headband, fantastic. <laughs> this is amazing. I was like, oh, I hate the Mary Steam Virgin stuff. I mean, I do appreciate her as an actress, but it was very labored the way she was pronouncing her lines. And I was just like, why are we doing this? You were talking more about like the he's about to fuck his nope. wife's mother. I'll let you speak then. What's up? No, I just, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, don't, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy that. I just didn't enjoy it. Good. I didn't feel any chemistry between them. The golf clubs were silly. <laughs> I don't believe that Jack Donaghy's never masturbated. Mommy, daddy, spider monkey time with himself. <laughs> she monster time. Yes. I do love that. Spider monkey. <laughs> what did you think of this episode? Um, I thought it was fantastic. There was so much that happened because on Hulu, it doesn't make it very explicitly clear that it's just two episodes in one. So I was like, oh my God, there's so much stuff happening. When I was like rewatching <laughs> it to the intro, I was like, oh, we're going to fit this all in. Then I was like, you don't actually have to recap the entire episode in this segment because we'll be reading the script. So. They'll know. Performing, acting. Naturally. It's um, a teleplay. <laughs> not just reading, but acting. <laughs> I love the Jenna stuff, so. Because all those kids getting their comeuppance, and, or at least that one little tiny ghost dude. He's a child ghost, so one of my fears. And he seemed very spectral when he was providing flowers and being like, I hope you fucking choke or whatever. <laughs> um, but I do like that she had like a little bit of comeuppance. But then overcame the challenges because we love to see a white woman who's annoying and terrible succeed. And then the crisscross stuff was super sweet, especially at the end, all the dirtbags teaming up. There was this great sense of community. And I have a very intimate Ikea experience that did result in the dissolution of a relationship. So I know exactly where they're coming from. Are you from. And a lady friend? 
No, this was a male friend. What? I know. I don't know that you've ever told a male dating story. It's really just about <laughs> the two women you didn't date back in the day for 18 months and three months Yeah, we did a date for almost two years, Julie. Okay, what do you call that? <laughs> I, I don't know. High Strange bedfellows. High school, my friend Jim. I'm sure I've told you this story. We were at a party. And boy, Jim was very obviously gay, right? But not to out loud. So we're at this party and he's like, you can ask me anything you want. I'm like, are you gay? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, that's no, no, a question. Ask me something else. So it was like 20 minutes. And then I'm like, so are you gay? And he's like, I am. I'm like, great. Nobody cares. I gave him no grace. I was like immediately, oh, are you going to tell me you're gay? He's like, ask me something else. <laughs> what a lead up to it. It's very dramatic As in my he, mind. Like, quietly shimmied with his head cocked. I'm like, yeah, you're not gay at all. Nobody can tell. That was me when I came out. <laughs> Also shimmying with your head cocked? Well, no, with this dude. Um, <laughs> with his dick in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it's, it's, excuse me, excuse me. Take it out for a second, just real quick. Um, yeah, no, so I think it's clean out. But no, I, got, at least with my family, I had a boyfriend, and it's the one that I broke up with soon after Ikea. And I was like, so, hey, this is my boyfriend, Josh. Go! <laughs> and I figured he would just do the explaining for me. Um, but we were like, I think the when you said my boyfriend Josh, it was like so Nick's coming out to us now. Yeah, I know it was very expected. <laughs> Had you all already been discussing him coming out, just him being gay. Uh, not really out loud. We were all in kind of different phases of life. I mean, I'd been assuming he would be a gay hairdresser since he cut all the Barbie's hair off and tried to replace it with tissue paper. <laughs> Either that or a psychopath who murders women. Maybe both. Why limit yourself? Both. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> Did you, were you together long enough to, ha to share a Valentine's Day? Like crisscross and... Uh, yeah, we were together. Um, cause like New Year's is when we were officially together. Because at that time... Did you go Facebook official? Or? <laughs> I think we did. I don't remember, though. I've never been, like, super Facebook. At that time, I think I was just, like, finally medicated, and it was really working, and I was getting traction, a.k.a. I was having a job, which helped, and I had given up on college, and it was good to redirect my focus. So it was New Year's when you got together. <laughs> this is the part where you hope you can just, like, skip, skip a toddler's <laughs> intro to their story. <laughs> You were really circling the block on that one. I was just were you guys still together on Valentine's Day? Well, after no, I finished kindergarten. So like, let's discuss. It was like, I took yours as a prompt, and here is my narrative. So New Year's is when it became official. So yeah, we were together for Valentine's Day. And then yeah. when did you break up? Um, I think June of that year. Wow. Yeah, so it was pretty quick. <laughs> but our IKEA experience was very fraught. Um, because there were disagreements, because he was like, yeah, the, I mean, I do not come off well in the story, but he was like, I think like a 200 count for sheets is fine. I was like, I have to sleep in the, that bed too. <laughs> it's like, I will buy this for you, but like, that was ridiculous. Um, and he was just like being very wishy-washy, but like, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. And I was like, I mean, we can like come back. He's like, no, we got to get it today. And I was like, okay, we can do this. And they make it so confusing there. So I was just like, Marco, Marco, met a cool dude named Marco was like, are you gay? He wasn't. Um, so I was like, I'll stick with him. And it's just like annoying and you're stuck there and it's a fucking labyrinth. And I feel like there are three big tests of relationships. It's meeting each other's parents are the first two and then surviving Okia. And we did the first two, but we could not hack the last, unfortunately. So we weren't losing Chris. So we open up in Listen's apartment, specifically her bedroom. She has a Pringles can on her hand like she was scooping out like a bear. And she's asleep until... Liz, there's someone in the apartment. <laughs> someone who thinks you're special in every single way. I wrote the song to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. And the chorus goes here. 
Yeah, this is where the chorus goes. Chris, I... I don't have time to write it, but the chorus goes here. Yes, this is the chorus. Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, cool, cool, cool. It's okay. I really don't care about Valentine's Day. But you're a lady, right? Why haven't I seen any pictures of you as a baby? You know what? I like to celebrate on February 14th, the 1920 founding of the League of Women Voters in Chicago, Illinois. They were supposed to meet on the 13th, but they all got lost. So. But Valentine's Day <laughs> is fun, Liz. I wrote you a song. I found you an amazing clip on YouTube. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I'm hanging out with my friend, John. Fox 5 in the morning. News starts now. <laughs> and it's this dude, which is a real clip, which I have to imagine made it through the writer's room. And they were all like, this is fucking funny. This dude in some sort of jetpack by some body of water. And you assume he's going to launch <laughs> into the air. But he just sort of like sidesteps and plummets to the ground. <laughs> and it is he hilarious. Into the water. To the groundwater. <laughs> <laughs> this is laughing. Oh, boy. And that's just the beginning. All right, Cross. All right. What else do you have planned? I don't know. How about dinner at someplace amazing? You're kidding, right? It's New York on Valentine's. You need a reservation. All right, so I'll make one right now. No, it's too late. Happy League of Women Voters Day. I feel like I do have very Chris energy of like, let's do this thing. And everyone's like, that's stupid and you should have planned ahead. I'm like, oh, what can you do? <laughs> um, I got a better idea. I'll make you dinner at home, mashed potatoes in a martini glass. We'll open some of that wine we didn't give to the super. I'm glad we gave him those GED books instead. <laughs> For Christmas, because you decided it would come off as racist. We're going to use real silverware. We're going to light some candles. We'll play the soundtrack to Major League. You're making fun of me, but that love song is awesome. All in the comfort of our own living room. Look, Chris, you need to know what you're up against here. I'm 0 for 40 on Valentine's Day. And then we got some amazing flashbacks. I Christmas. will waste you. <laughs> you have, have to, to go, go through this old bastard first. Bon Jovi, no. No, 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 no. Lemon, lemon, lemon. Now, Johnny. Liz, you know my mom just died, right? <laughs> and then we get a flashback all the way to Before elementary she was married school. to Saul Rosenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be my Valentine? I just realized I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> if this is going to be unterrible for the first time ever, I'm not eating off of a coffee table. Well, you know, for thousands of years, Japanese diners have used traditional tatami mats. <laughs> <laughs> but it's much more of a guttural... <laughs> Barrel growl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no. We'll get a real table. We're going to need one by tonight. That leaves us only one option. We, as a couple, are going to Ikea. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's on the phone. Were you playing golf? It's freezing out. Yes, I was. In Avery's absence, oh, I have had extra time each day to, how do I put this, release some energy. Are we talking about something gross? <laughs> My animus has become pent up. So yes, they are. <laughs> Why don't you just come out and say it? You haven't had any mommy daddy sheet monster time. I don't want to cheat on the woman I love, and I've never mommy daddy sheet monstered myself. How? Never? That is wild to me. Not even during the love boat reunion? <laughs> anyway, sorry you're alone. I certainly know it's like I certainly know what it's like to have a crummy Valentine's Day. So we're at the batting cages with Liz and Dennis. She's in a red dress. She looks gorgeous. We're not going to Chili's again until I hit one. Go tell the god machine's not fast enough. She gingerly walks in front of the machine. It promptly shoots a ball into her crotch. Into she her goes baby down. bucket. <laughs> into her baby bucket. <laughs> Ample hips in her baby bucket. <laughs> Would kill to get hit in the crotch by a baseball today. Not only is my wife 12,000 miles away, my mother-in-law has decided to visit. Oh, no, but I've never had a mother-in-law, but I have seen Everybody Loves Raymond. Debra, where's the figurine I gave you? Raymond, I gave Debra a figurine. Ma! 
The dress ups are very white. I'm so glad that The Jessops are very white and very proper. The first Jessop moved to this country in 1760 to avoid an embarrassing regifting incident. But my lord, I gave you these dueling pistols last Yuletide. Yes, of course. Now, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> it's been difficult getting Diana to acknowledge the reality of what's happened to her daughter. What is she, an Egyptian crocodile? Because she is in denial. Ayo. I've had two coffees. Anyway, you'll be happy to hear that I'm giving Valentine's a second chance this Ding. year. And here we are on six for the first. What a shame. Well, felt like we were just getting started. And he pushes Ma! her out the other way. <laughs> bow. So we've got Kenneth and Hazel in the TGS hallway. Hazel, most people think of Valentine's Day as a celebration of the burning of a Catholic loudmouth. <laughs> it's also about love. And escort prices going way up. Okay, so how appropriate that on Valentine's, I introduce you to the new love of your life. This job and everyone here. This is the kind of nerve central of TGS, the page desk. I've had a desk before. I managed a haunted house upstate. But as you know, the haunted house industry is a real boys club. Sure, it's hard changing careers at my age. Well, I wouldn't know anything about being too old for something. <laughs> but here I am in New York living at a 24-hour fitness, just ready to be inspired. Hazel, right? Yes, it's just so great to have a woman page here. Thanks. So she takes a pill, shoves it in Hazel's <laughs> mouth, covers her mouth, <laughs> puts her hand over her mouth, and mouth. Swallow, <laughs> swallow, good girl. Now, let me know if all your pubic hair falls out. Oh, my God. No, that's supposed to happen. I want to make sure it doesn't cause seizures. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she walks up to beat Liz. <laughs> Sorry to crash this sausage party. <laughs> Unnecessary. But I have an emergency. Sebastian, the, pu the producer of America's Kids Got Singing Odeed last night in Guy Fieri's apartment. Oh my God, that's terrible. Terrible for me. Tonight's <laughs> our first live show. I'm singing and we don't have a line producer, so I need to borrow Pete. On Valentine's Day? No, Pete's got to get home to his wife. Actually, Paula didn't want to do anything for Valentine's, so she's going out to dinner with her tennis instructor. They Fuck. all have knowing looks and he just shrugs. You don't care. Perfect. Sound checks at one. I'm having Sebastian's lucky earring sent from the morgue. Wear it. So you're not spending tonight with Paul? No, Paul's been performing on a transvestite cruise for the past month. It's called Caribbean Queens. It's called Caribbean Queens. No more love on the run. Oh, sorry. It's called Caribbean Queens. No more love on Caribbean the run. Caribbean <laughs> Queens. You're in the same dream. I've never been to that Hearts dream. Hearts will beat as one. But I want to go to there. No more love on the run. This is uh, the original uh, uh, Billy Ocean. Uh. Who do we have now? Frank Ocean? Not related. Go. Frank Ocean, yeah. <laughs> this a is Billy potato Ocean. flew around my room. <laughs> he says tornado, but everyone was like, a potato flew around. So everyone was <laughs> attaching potatoes on a string to their ceiling fan and just watching them go wild. <laughs> Billy Ocean also used to sing, Get out of my dreams. Dream. Dun, 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 dun. And into, into my car. Oh, I don't know the words, but I know the vibe. I got you. I fucking got you. Oldies. Billy Ocean is furious and very <laughs> litigious, but he's powerless as long as they stay in international waters. Sure. Since you asked, Chris and I are going to Ikea. For the, For the hate, hate sex after your flight? For the hate sex after your fight? Good idea. No, we're not going to fight. We're going to get one thing. I have a plan. Frank walks up. You're going to fight. Okay. Ikea is where I used to go pick up newly single vulnerable chicks. I've gotten women there two, three points hotter than me, so... You know, fours. Look, I don't want to go, but we need a table. And if Chris thinks he's the guy to get Liz Lemon on board with St. Lyman Times Day. Honey, May. that sucks. 
We better be able to survive a simple trip to Ikea. No, Liz, don't test it, especially this early in a relationship. It's like when Mickey Rourke tested his catapult on me. Wow, I was almost listening. Where are you going? You never take my advice. (laughs) (laughs) Hazel's down. (laughs) Miss Maroney. Thank you, Kenneth. Well, take a pube count, but it doesn't feel worth it. Jackson's office laying on his couch playing with his golf clubs. Maybe I'm hitting them too hard. I should not have walked past the sporting goods store where the mannequins have nipples. <laughs> and what race were those mannequins? Because their skin was gray. They're like faceless sex aliens. Diana, Avery's mom, walks into the office. Jack. Diana, you're here. I thought you'd be at the house. Yes, I dropped my bags off and shook hands with the baby, but <laughs> I wanted to come talk to you about the Avery situation. So it's Mary Steenburgen from the Parenthood movie, not the show. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin, she's really good at that in that movie. You guys haven't still watched that, right? No. Is she the mom? Yeah. Well, it's called Parenthood. Everyone's a mom. <laughs> Except for the people that are kids. <laughs> and she's the mom on every gay Hallmark movie that's ever been released. So three of them. Married to Ted Danson in her life. She's on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist as the mom. <laughs> to a dying Peter Gallagher, who I believe by season two is dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's great, but she's always Mary Steen Virgin. I've mm-hmm. never, her range is not big. She's also an elf, right? Yes, she's where she plays the, the mom. mom. <laughs> Very nice person. <laughs> yeah, a little southern drawl in there. Mm-hmm. Very thin. What situation is that? According to your Christmas letter, Avery is in Asia on business. You know that she was kidnapped by North Korean secret police. Don't be vulgar. As we said in the letter, she'll be back soon with some charming Asian ceramics. I'm sorry, but who is this we you keep referring to? Your husband has been dead for 15 years. Wonderful news. You know our pacing horse, Squanto? She's foaling in the spring. Diana, I know the Jessops <laughs> don't like to talk about unpleasant manners. matters, but sometimes I feel like I'm the only person trying to get Avery back. Well, this is what I wanted to discuss. It's been months, and I feel like nothing has happened. Diana, extracting an American from North Korea is a, a lot more difficult than organizing a round-robin paddle ten- tennis tournament. What about three round-robin paddle <laughs> tennis tournaments? I heard one of them was a disaster. Who told you that? <laughs> B.B. Butler? She's trying to destroy me. The situation has become embarrassing. One of Frederick's old Washington friends has some connections with the Transylvanian Consulate of the United Nations. I made an appointment for both of us. Let me stop you right there. I've been to the UN repeatedly. Mine hair, mine frau. Avery Jessup. Um, inappropriate South African knick-knack noises. Yeah. Boomerang machine got back to a Joey, mate. <laughs> and it's gotten me nowhere. The UN is a useless organization with a ridiculous army. Robin's egg, blue helmets, great camouflage if you're invading an Easter egg hunt. Or a bathhouse. <laughs> Jack, perhaps you're not having success because of that attitude. I find you catch more flies with honey. First of all, why do you want to fly? <laughs> My favorite line of the fucking episode. <laughs> really? Why do you want to have a, Well, just because like I'm rewatching it for the 47th time. I'm finding little, little trinkets that I love. Our appointment's at 11. Sorry. My screen is... Strewn with a bulldinger Valentine's Day. And Jack, I speak <laughs> Australian. <laughs> well, I have one little technical difficulty and she just takes over everything. Chris and Liz arrive <laughs> at IKEA. <laughs> wow, that ferry ride was the first time when we've ever been on a boat together. Unless you count that time when the goose chased you into the Central Park boat pond. <laughs> Geese are fucking nightmares. And so are swans. They can choke. Swans. Chris, I need to ask you something. Have you ever been to an Ikea? Do you know what we're walking into? This old couple walks by. You know what? I like myself. I have good taste in drapes. I I wish I died on Iwo Jima and never met you. (laughs) Whoa, what was that? Not us. We are a good team and we have a plan. We're going to go in, get the Kurtz with the birch veneer, and then get out. Then go home and have an amazing night together. 
I just got my period. <laughs> Liz, what are you worried about? Come on, this is going to be fun. I'm going back to get those cute bowls. I swear to God, I will stab you. <laughs> I will waste you. Liz is, mis- is massaging a female writer. <laughs> and she just like slinks <laughs> under the table and runs. It's very awkward so and creepy. Tense. Just like my mom's back. <laughs> and then she slinks under the table and runs. So awkward. Dude, what's that? I just don't want to be alone today. In 48 years, I haven't had one good Valentine's. Man, if I weren't with Lynn now, we could team up. Valentine's Day is a perfect day to meet vulnerable women. It's scumbag Christmas. Just tell me what to do. Look, guys like us have to pick low-hanging fruit. We look like far side drawings, <laughs> which is one of my favorite lines. <laughs> so we go where women are sad, desperate, and weak. Cat shelters, blood banks, the ice cream stand at the Celtic women concert. <laughs> I've seen those people. <laughs> and we strike. I love them. Another good place is the beauty salon where white girls try to do black hair. Sisters come out crying, feeling all bad for themselves, and we walk up on them all. Hey, baby, baby what's wrong? wrong? You're married, and I actually have a girlfriend. All of our dirtbag knowledge is going to waste in him. No, it's not. Let's prepare for an adventure of a lifetime. Then after we watch Five Goes West, <laughs> we're going to get you some action. <laughs> he walks into Jenna's dressing room. Hey, you need to see me? Did you book a female hair person for me tonight? Who's Karen? I need someone named Trentance or Obino. Get in the game, Pete. Your star is freaking out. What are you freaking out about? You sing live all the time. This is different. It's not some rinky-dink late-night show that a bald idiot produces. It's the largest audience I've ever performed for, and after spending all season ripping cute kids' new ones, everyone wants me to fail. On Billy Bush's show. Tonight on America's Kids Got Singing, the judge becomes the opposite of the judge. <laughs> Come on, guys. A little effort. Jenna Maroney's singing live, and all of America's just waiting for beep, that to And over and over again with a beep. Nice bleeping. Sorry about earlier. <laughs> Jenna, you need to re- remember when Billy Bush, was he the one where... Yes. Yeah. On the fuck bus him. with Trump. Yeah, Jesus. Jenna, you need to relax. Listen up. If tonight isn't a triumph, which is short for a Jenna triumph. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's on you. And, and like all celebrities, I'm very good at shifting the blame. I attack Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at the UN and there's this gentleman who looks like he hails from the Middle East and this gentleman who looks like he hails from an African country Two very notorious homophobic areas of the world. Did you get my message? Yes, Your Excellency. I also wish you a very happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then they walk up together holding hands. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> He said it'll be another hour. The assistant attache has a few minutes around 14.30. 14.30? You know that this office is in America, right? Do you see a 14 on my watch? Yes, I do. It's the date. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's cute. What insolvent country do you come from? New Jersey. I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> will, you still, will you please stop being so hostile? You just make everything worse. No wonder you haven't accomplished anything. You know what? Avery loved a good fight. She used to call the cable company and dispute our bill just for the sport of it. She wouldn't stand for this dog and pony show. I've organized several dog and pony shows, and I'm offended by what you're implying. How are you Avery's mother? We have a few things in common, Jack. We both married much, much older men, which can be hard or more often flaccid. (laughs) I have an idea. Maybe we just don't talk at all. Maybe we sit quietly and read our... Soccer magazine, which is entitled Kickin' Fun. (laughs) (laughs) Jammins. Um, So we're in Tracy's dressing room, and Kenneth is trying to show Hazel the whole new world. (laughs) Mr. Jordan's lizard, Jeremy, is always escaping and biting everyone. Like owned like lizard. (laughs) Oh, man. That's why Mr. Jordan got him a GPS collar. Now it's easier to find. Well, that can't be. It says he's inside the room. Have you guys seen Aliens? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
Maybe you're reading it wrong. Three feet, two feet. It says he's right on top of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, my face is meeting with my mouth. He likes you. (laughs) Ken is all excited. He's like, aww, (laughs) so sweet. Here's a good one. Go to a strip club on Father's Day and shout things like, I'm proud of you. Classic. Where's Pete? I just tied my gums because I want them to pop on camera. Hey. But now they're burning. Another way to meet damaged women is to hang out with actresses. Actresses? Where? How long young are they? I'll do nudity. <laughs> Back in the day, used to work as a stock boy in the chic up- uptown department store called Ray Ray's Discount Clothes Bucket. <laughs> I would go to the swimsuit section and switch the tags. I'd take a size 6 and put a size 12 sticker on it. And then some thick girl would try to squeeze in and come out of the dressing room like, I've gotten bigger. Why do I even bother dieting? And I'm all like... Hey, hey baby, baby, what's, what's wrong? wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Know, you know, a great place to meet vulnerable women is Weight Watchers. I did Watchers to stay pageant fit, but it was too much math for a six-year-old. Thank God I found cigarettes. Weight Watchers. Got it. And if worse comes to worse, make the lady feel vulnerable. Check this out. He throws his bowl of cereal on the hazel. <laughs> Jesus. Baby, did someone throw cereal on you? <laughs> Let's get you out of these wet clothes. <laughs> What is wrong with you people? Whatever. Jeremy says she's a tease anyway. <laughs> Yikes. Now let it, let's hit Weight Watchers. This is it, Lutz. The Ikea parking lot. If you can't close the deal here, you're on your own. Back in the day, you know how many women me and Lamar Odom's dad picked up here? And keep in mind, back then this was a marsh where people came to shoot at fish. There's your low-hanging fruit. We can teach you no more. Fly, Lutz. Fly. Hey, baby. What's wrong? Lutz? Mom, boss? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Lutz just hit on Liz. About time. The last six years has been like watching moonlighting. So we're inside fucking Guantanamo, a.k.a. Ikea. How is there no signal in here? Silence, prisoner. I mean, valued <laughs> customer. There you are. What are you doing? Buying stuff for tonight. Look, salt and pepper shakers. You put them together and it makes a heart. Take them apart. Two red sperms. We're not getting that. <laughs> What's with the neggy vibes? Jeez, I can get things. Not if you're not paying for them. <gasps> Let's go get that table, buddy. <laughs> so this character's name is Kajokula, and it's after Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> Like Count Chocula. You do the voice from Transylvania. First first things first. I'm, first things first. I'm from Transylvania, but I'm not a vampire. No, yeah, you should do it. No, it's fine. I'm just a night owl with terrible garlic allergy. So this is regarding that boy who went missing in my castle. <laughs> so the actor playing Chocula was Eric Jensen, and the only thing I cared about in his IMDb was that he was on an episode of SV. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else sounded familiar. <laughs> he didn't look familiar? Nope. No, we're here by my wife. My daughter, Avery Jessup. She's in North Korea. Yes, the Jessup caves. Oh, that's yes, so I good. would like to speak to Kim Jong-un immediately. That's unacceptable. I understand. The operator wouldn't let me die a long distance. <laughs> so thank you both for coming. No, this is exactly what I expected would happen. <laughs> Does that hurt? Well, I'm so sorry. Well, this is just the beginning, you penis. <laughs> this isn't some idiotic, idiotic civil war in some country without oil. This is my favorite daughter, and she's a beautiful white American. It's just, like, (laughs) disarming how true this gets in, like, ten years. So why the fudge isn't everyone fudging, freaking the fudge out? She's right. You are a penis. I'm going to call security. (laughs) One of the guys has a whistle. Vampire push. 
Did you just threaten her? I want you to apologize to this woman right now. I'm a very powerful man. I can see to it that Transylvania never sees another episode of Friends. No, Monica and Chandler just slept together in London. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, now admit the UN is useless. It is. Half the building is a laser tag arena. Admit it's annoying when Mano comes around. It's the worst. Every time he says he's not hungry when we collect money for pizza, and then he eats like three slices. You disgust me. Come on, let's go. And Chocula? At Monica and Chandler's wedding, Rachel's the one who's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So at Ikea, they've been traveling for what feels like days, and Liz finally happens upon tables. So she says, tables. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Stop walking so close to me. I'm sorry, it's this place. But also, if you just let me get a few steps ahead of you first, and then you walk? I'm really enjoying your breathy James Marsden voice. (laughs) Thank you. I found it. Nice. What? It's nice. It's just, I don't know if I'm feeling it, you know? She rolls her eyes and shakes her fist behind his back. What about this idea? I know a guy who cuts glass. No, I took measurements. I looked at colors. We came here. This is the plan. Now this is the point where everything becomes a fucking metaphor. Yeah, it's just at this table, it kind of feels uptight. And I think something a little more fun would be a better table for me. Well, I don't know, Chris. Maybe a more fun table wouldn't be as supportive. What? No, no, we're not doing this. We're not letting this table be a metaphor for our relationship. That's what Ikea wants us to do. In the background, I'm just not sure my table wants, I'm not, I'm just not sure my chair wants to be with this table. Why? Because deep down your chair would rather be with other chairs? I think the table needs to stop listening to its mother. Well, it's just the table thinks the chair takes too many camping trips with Richard. (laughs) Bareback Mountain. I think it's called Brokeback Mountain. Mm, Not the one I saw. Almost there, teammate. To the warehouse. Seriously? Zoo York? We're on stage, Pete. Okay, everybody, sound check for Miss Maroney. No, I don't want a live band. Live bands make mistakes. Pete, I've made love to Alfonso, which is Tina Fey's husband, <laughs> Jeff Richard. I know, based on the dutiful notes that both of you took. Thank you so much. He can't keep rhythm. Get him out of here. That's a wrap on Alfonso. Alfonso Despierso, everybody. This is your moment. The world breathes for you. I love you, myself. And playback. Jenna, you're not singing. Yes, I am. It's less than that. Outside of the UN, Diana says to Jack, I'm sorry, I was such an Italian in there. No, Jack says that. I'm sorry, I was such an Italian in there, but that was unacceptable. No, she says that. Is she? Yeah. No, you were wonderful. The way your eyes went dead, just like Avery's. I didn't know you had that in you. Yosemite Sam was based on my grandfather, so yes, I do have a temper. <laughs> there are a lot of things you don't know about me, Jack. In 1978, I was a, in Playboy, just wearing a necktie and holding hands with a black girl. Scandal. How could I ever have said that you're not your daughter's mother? Those incredible cheekbones, just like an evil Disney queen. No. A.K.A. a drag queen, because they're all based on drag queens. No, I misjudged <laughs> you. The way you broke that man down like a folding table at a dog and pony show. I'm sorry I compared you to my late husband. You're not some liver-spotted old man constantly spilling hot tea in his lap until his whole crotch was useless. Useless! <laughs> you are young. You are vi- virile. Your hair like a lion's mane. My eyes like two pools of ice water. <laughs> Let's keep walking. In the cold. Yes. Do you like baseball? Let's talk about Baseball. I love baseball. Habner Doubleday. The bats are long and hard. The gloves are girls. Balls. <laughs> Cheaters' thighs in those pants. New topic. <laughs> We've got a doctor's pajamas sighting. 
Yes, and a perfect Dr. Spachemin line. You know, it's funny. If those teeth were in your vagina, you'd be considered a monster. <laughs> well, Jenna, wrong? there's nothing physically wrong with you. That's impossible. Why can't I sing? Well, it must be psychosomatic. Don't worry. That's just a fancy dirt. Blah, blah, blah. That's just a fancy doctor word for it. your brain is broken, <laughs> like mine. Unfortunately, there's no field of medicine that deals with the brain, but I can give you a pamphlet <laughs> for a cult. You don't understand. This is how I make my living. Like me and my cell phone bedazzling. <laughs> I have to be able to sing. Maybe you're just shutting down because of all the pressure. There's a lot riding on this performance. Pressure? That's ridiculous. Pressure is trying to pass for four when you just turned seven at the Miss Toddler's Panama City pageant. You're crammed in the same five-inch heels you wore the year before, blood pooling in your toes. But you know if you don't win, Mom can't fix a hole in the gator fence. She'll be up all night stabbing gators. Pressure is performing on a party boat that catches fire, your throat burning from the smoke. You still sing so beautifully that it calms the passengers so you and the crew can escape. Pressure... It's the rule of threes. Pete is singing the Yemen is singing the Ye is singing the Yemeni national anthem while a handsome but ruthless general pushes a scimitar into your neck. Christian Chenoweth's corpse at your feet. That's pressure. This live show is nothing. Well, there's something weird going on here. You feel that sexual energy too? <laughs> I mean, but it would be wrong to act on it. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> they leave, and he's like, "Well, it's five o'clock somewhere," and pulls out an injection and does it. <laughs> so we're at the Ikea warehouse Liz comes upon the bin Where the table should be And there's none The friends Kafka No, no. this isn't happening They're sold out This is why you don't choose just one option We were in a room full of tables No, this is why you don't waste 45 minutes Wandering around the Valentine's marketplace Trying to find stuff for tonight For you, really cool stuff you still have those salt and pepper shakers, don't you? <laughs> Chris pulls them out of his pocket Well, I don't want them anymore Because I'm not feeling very... <laughs> Romantic. God, you actually got me excited about today. Valentine's Day is the worst. It's even worse than Earth Day. You just see so many dirty feet and sandals. I don't know, Liz. This could have been special. I had stuff planned. No, you didn't. You wrote half a song and you thought you'd wing it like you do with everything. I mean, if you had a plan, we wouldn't even be in this hellhole. Good. Go wide with it. Go. So the creepy guy is named Russ Armstrong. He's been on The Daily Show and Master of None. Amazing. I only write down the shows I care about. <laughs> really? Well, how's your super plan life going, Liz? You're 40-something. One. Come on, Chris. You have no kids. The only thing you like about your job is taking home free sodas, and you're attacking the only good thing in your life because of a stupid table. This isn't about a table. This is about you never following through on anything ever. That's why you didn't finish law school. That's why you still aren't filling out your 2010 census. What, what race am I supposed to check? We all come from Africa. <laughs> you know what? He tested us. We failed. Okay, just go. That's a good idea. We're done here. Yeah, we're definitely done. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I get out of the in the morning. It's one of our cheaper beds. So we're back at 30 Rock in a page room closet. There's one light bulb and nothing else. There you are. I think your break is over, Mrs. Wassername. Did I make a mistake, Kenneth? A big mistake. Tracy Jordan threw milk at you and you didn't even thank him. How does that reflect on the Paige program? And our mascot, Pagey, a piece of paper. I wonder if he's as terrifying as Wooly, the wool mascot. Or Clippy, Ooh. the dangerous character Microsoft on Word. <laughs> Everyone here is awful. I need to be inspired. I came here to start a glamorous new life. Because today, anyone can be famous. I mean, look at Foxy Noxy. What did she ever do besides not kill anyone? So why not me? I could have a fragrance or a line of children's handbags or be on a reality show with other kooky dumb sluts. You don't think I have dreams? Last night I dreamed <laughs> a baby ate my hair. But sometimes you have to start at the bottom. 
I'd like for you to make a delivery for me. And while you're out, think about how your page underwear has been handed down page to page for over 70 years. Sexy. She leaves. Kenneth goes into the closet, turns the light out, closes the door. So Jack and Diana, Jack and Diana are walking. So you, so do you like music? Yes, I've supported the Baltimore Philharmonic for years. These days, it's just a boombox and a guy in a crab costume. He gets shot out of a cannon at Ravens games. The city may not be thriving. Well, it's not just Baltimore. We live in a benighted age. This time, this ah, the last time I heard classical music on television was Schubert's Final Sonata in a commercial. Now, why would anyone use? Music written by man dying of syphilis to sell douches. Believe me, people are getting stupider. Think how much Schubert accomplished in the 31 years he was alive. Coming through, says a skateboarder. <laughs> and then there's this guy. My taxes are paying for your health care. Do a sit-up. All 200 of it. I really underestimated you, Jack. Maybe we shouldn't talk at all. Because they're like getting hot and heavy. You could tell get from our chemistry. Dirty. Want to get a little unruly. It's about time for my arrival. So we're outside of Weight Watchers, and Tracy's talking to Frank. He's like, how do you think our boys are doing in there? So lots of shirtless standing on a scale in front of the meeting. I guess it's been a pretty rough week. Yesterday, I ate all the cheese out of the mousetraps. Now, who'd like to continue this magic over drinks? A Cosmos, five points. <laughs> They're outside of the hair salon. Tracy gives Lutz the thumbs up as a black woman exits the salon. Okay, all right. Hey, baby, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. You think something's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Um, didn't the white lady just mess up your hair? I work for the post office. I was delivering a package, but you think my hair's messed up? No, I, um... You're gonna tell me about black lady hair, you Louis Anderson little bitch? Run! Run for your life! <laughs> We're in a lingerie store, and Lutz is putting a twelve size 12 label on a size 6 outfit. Hi, are you shopping for someone? Do you know what size she is? No, I I don't know. Maybe, no. I see. It's okay. I have an uncle who uses my discount here all the time. So then Lutz is in the changing room in like a purple bathing suit. <laughs> How sweet of that woman, though. She's just like, let's go off, sis. I'll take it. So we're backstage of America Kids Got Singing. Okay, Jenna, I think I know what your problem is. It's the yips. Tennis! <laughs> golf also gets the yips. I don't watch golf. What did Simone Biles get? Yes. I don't, well, maybe. Like, have you ever seen Charles Barkley when he tries to swing a golf club and he literally is like, and it won't go? Yeah, I like to tennis play with their serve. Yeah, I feel like Simone Biles just goes overwhelmed with fear. Like, this is not a good idea. Well, I feel like, you know, you do the routine over and over and over and then suddenly you doubt yourself. You do the routine over and over and over. Which is the same thing with a tennis serve that you do over and over and over in a golf club. I feel like it's yippee. When will Congress pass a law to get those bastards out of our country? (laughs) The yips is something that happens to athletes. They get in their heads and stop being able to do stuff they've done a million times. (laughs) Like, bet me during a poker game at Tony Romo's house? I know you don't think it's mental, but it is. And I get It's scary to admit. How do you know? Because it happened to me. I was the best they'd ever seen, and I blew it. Bob Costas is narrating. Pete Hornberger, a shoe in for the Olympic squad, about to arch. You're going to want to watch this, folks, so put down your Rubik's Cube, <laughs> turn off that Yakov Smirnoff stand-up tape, and set all your swatches to right now. Oh, I've been shot. Someone run into town and find a payphone. Pete loses his nerve, shoots Bob Costas. And yet, we still see him every Olympic time. Even when he had pink eye. Ugh. Uh, that was brutal. That was disrespectful. Terrible for us and for him. Look, it's huge for you tonight. And for me. If this goes well, we could get us both out of the late night ghetto. Because you and me, we're prime time, baby. Fine, it's mental. I have the yips. What am I supposed to do? Okay, 
We don't have a lot of time. So maybe just by acknowledging the problem, we fix it. I thought you were talking like straight to me off camera. And I was like, what do we got to do? I'm in, baby. Where's the body? I think we did it. I'm cured. It's worse. I can't open my mouth. There's a major D walking down the street. Happy Valentine's Day to the lover. It's coming to my restaurant for the romance. No, 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 no. We're not together. What? But this is a crime. Such a beautiful, age-appropriate couple. You're beautiful together. You're like pasta in a mouth. <laughs> Do you not think she's beautiful? Yes, empirically, she is attractive. And is he not handsome with hair black, like black vermicelli? <laughs> yes, he is handsome, but... The only butt we speak of tonight is the butt <laughs> of a human's ass. <laughs> Valentine's, she's a celebration of love and sex and touch. Come inside and have the most romantic night of your lives. We have a unisex bathroom with como se dice no luck and extra mirrors. I'm Transylvanian, not Italian. So <laughs> I have to go check on Liddy. I have to go walk around the park. Maybe forever. Darn it. What am I doing wrong? Oh. He lets go of his accent because he's faking it. Darn it. What am I doing wrong? That was what you were doing wrong. <laughs> Outside of Ikea, Tracy. This is it, Lutz. The Ikea parking lot. If you can't close the door deal here, you're on your own. Back in the day... You know how many women me and Lamar Odom's dad picked up here? And keep in mind, back then this was a marsh when people came to shoot at fish. There's your low-hanging fruit. There's your... Oh, <laughs> what? I was like, I'm five. One second into one clock. Number five. There's your low-hanging feet. Now suck on them toes. We can't teach you no more. Fly, Lutz. Fly. Hey, baby. What's wrong? Lutz? Mom boss? What are you doing? Oh my god, let's just hit on Liz. About time. The last six years has been like watching Moonlight. <laughs> Hang on, were you just hitting on me? I'm sorry, I just wanted a nice Valentine's Day. So Frank and Tracy tried to help me out, but it keeps screwing up. Every time I get a good thing going, I do something stupid and blow it. You want to know the reason why Lutz is alone? Lutz and dollhouse penis syndrome. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm female Lutz. I love you too. No, I mean, I'm my own worst enemy. Do you know the reason Liz is alone? Liz. Liz. <laughs> also, I menstruate a lot. Oh god, does this mean I have to change? I have to go back and be the bigger person? What oh. if Chris is... God, sorry. What if Chris already left and I have to go find him? Ah, oh, it's so cold. Ah, oh, realizations are the worst. Oh, I have to go back and be the bigger person? <laughs> What if Chris already left me and I have to go find him and it's so cold? Realizations are the worst. I was wondering why you kept wanting to interject, but just because you wanted you to do doing it. it wrong. Because you would do it better. And I acknowledge well, that. It's, my favorite. it's it's just so me. It's I'm just like standing outside, like, and I'm so cold. And I don't want to go inside. Ah! There are just moments when Liz and I are one. Every single moment. And I was moment. like, don't step on it. Let him give him a chance. And then, oh, he failed. I guess I'll pick up. <laughs> I mean, fail. Like, fail. I mean, anything would have been a failure because you do it. You do it, do it. You do it, do it. You're doing it well. Five White Claw make Nick creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This is Five White Claw Nick, and he is sexual. So now we're at America's Kids Got Talent singing whatever, and everyone in the audience is booing. They got big signs that say, Jenna, jump up your mother. America killed giant skank. <laughs> what, what, it's like an acrostic yeah. poem style, yes. too. No is, talent tramp. And there's just one that says, kill Jenna. <laughs> Isn't that, was that yours? <laughs> no. 
So there's a seemingly adorable kid backstage. Seemingly? I know that he's actually a child ghost. I did not write seemingly adorable child. I wrote adorable little boy. Yeah, I sometimes I like to add my own little ad libs. Excuse me, are you Jenna Maroney? My goodness, are these for me? Yes, for your grave. I hope you die tonight out there. She didn't trust me to spit. So I she did not. Spit. She's the holy artist. Dude, those are disaster. Worse than me trying to send a fax. 50 straight Valentine's Days alone. I mean, 48. Does no one know their own age? <laughs> are you crazy? You're not alone. You spent Valentine's Day with us. Yeah, two people who care enough about your sexual needs to blow off their wives and girlfriends. Angie's in a hotel room dressed as a clown, and I'm supposed to be to get into an elephant costume and interview her for a job at the circus. I spent Valentine's Day with friends? Friends? God love tracing his boundaries. We are work acquaintances <laughs> at best. At worst, we are rivals who inspire and try to make each other better. Now let's go get some tiny meatballs. Meatballs, here we come! Meatballs! <laughs> I like to think that this is like Amadeus, the sequel. <laughs> it's just Mozart and Salieri at an Ikea, just chomping on some balls. So Liz is walking down the street on her cell phone. Pick up your phone, Chris. And then gets a call. Jack, I can't talk. I'm mentally writing an apology and it's giving me a tension headache and I'm so cold. I want to have sex with Avery's mother. No, you can't do that. I know. And maybe it's just the loneliness and the frustration and stupid Valentine's Day, but she's amazing. And come on, didn't our friends... The ancient Olmecs bed both mother and daughter to satisfy their jaguar gods. Everybody loves them. Jack, listen to me. That is wrong on so many levels. You can never sleep with her. Never, ever, 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 never, ever, never, ever, ever. Her entire walk home. She's still at the door. I get ever, it, ever. Liz. Thank you. Just hearing your labored breathing while you walk upstairs is purging <laughs> of all sexual desire. Yeah, well, glad I could help. Now, if you excuse me, I, I need to clean up the mess I made here with... Chris, you're still here? I tried to call you. He picks up his phone. 20 missed calls. How did I... Right. <laughs> My ringtone is the sounds of cooking, which is perfect because I love cooking. But when I'm cooking... Lemon, please hang up. I can't listen to any more of this. <laughs> yeah, look, I was planning on saying it was my fault, and please, let's get back together. But it doesn't look like I need to. What do you mean, get back together? You thought we broke up because of that fight? No, that would be idiotic. You wanted a table. I wasn't super helpful. Who cares? I tend to care. You know, I let little things ruin stuff. I mean, I stopped shopping at Kmart because I found out that Kathy Ireland didn't design any of her signature <laughs> socks. But maybe after 40 years... 41. I can change. Don't bother. You can get mad at the dumb stuff. That's your thing. I'll get over it. That's my thing. It's kind of perfect. But how are we ever going to break up? I don't know. Maybe we never will. Maybe we'll still be celebrating Valentine's together 100 years from now. Do you think our ape overlords will let us... <laughs> They'll let you and me do whatever we want because we'll be spying on the rest of humanity for the eight police. Liz uh, notices the table, goes in for a kiss. Where did you get this table? I made it. I gathered fallen tree branches from Riverside Park. That's where we first met. Yeah, and on the top is a Herman Cain poster I found in the dumpster. Excuse me, I have a package for Liz Levitt. Sir, come in. You're the head writer, TGS, but you're so beautiful. Charlie, what now? <laughs> Such a good line. <laughs> I love your brown hair, and it's so bouncy, like the after picture in a lice ad. Thank you. It's from Intermittent Washing. And you own this place? Yeah. Wow. Holy moly, there's stairs and a dining room table. Is this your boyfriend? Yeah, he made me dinner. Mashed potatoes and a martini <laughs> glass. Who are you, the president of France? I know, right? 
You're an inspiration, Liz Lemon. I am an inspiration. I'll see you at work tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day. You too. I want your life, and I will have it. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> Backstage at America's Kids Got Singing. Jenna? This is a nightmare. My nemesis, Abigail Breslin, and the woman from those progressive insurance commercials are in the audience. Just relax. Panic don't. You failed me, Pete. When I go down, I'm taking you with me. You'll never work again. But I have five kids, and grandkids can't be far behind. <laughs> Little Evelyn is so sexual. Yikes. To which I wrote, yup. <laughs> 30 seconds. Pete Hoppins upon a stage mom being mean to her daughter. These shoes hurt, mommy. Good. Focus on the pain. Not the fact that if you lose, I'm going to pour acid on your Barbie. Okay, come on. She hobbles away in little shoes that don't really fit. Inception. Epiphany. The shoes. The fire. The sword. It's the pain. She needs the pain to distract her. I need to hurt her. But she's all the way over there. How could I possibly... He sees a Cupid statue. He takes the bow and arrow. Come on, Hornberger. Archer. Arch! <laughs> Bing! <laughs> well, he doesn't hit her. He grazes her shoulder and hits the wall. Yeah, with a bing. Oh. <laughs> then she's singing, but I don't know what that song is. Do you know that song? No, I just go back to Camp Town Races, oh, sing your song. So Jack is watching from his Do office. Da. Is she bleeding? Do da. It looks like an arrow wound. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Diana wanders back with this just like weird dude who's all bald except for Harry's tied into a ponytail. Jack, I didn't know you'd be down here. Nice place. Where did you pay for all this wood? I don't believe we've met. Jack, this is someone I saw fighting with a dog outside a liquor store. Herb, because you already smoke, right, Jackie? <laughs> hey, where's the head? We're in mixed company, but let's just say I've got to wreck your toilet. <laughs> it's down that hallway on your right side. It's down that hallway on the right-hand side. Diana, don't do this. I'm lonely, Jack. So am I. Believe me. I know how you feel. Being alone on Valentine's Day, frustrated in all kinds of ways, just wanting a connection to hold someone's hand, ideally when she's wearing only a necktie. But you deserve better than Herb. Why is this bathroom full of wine bottles? But what I deserve, I shouldn't have. Me neither. So what are we going to do about it? <laughs> oh, oh, baby! <laughs> yes! That's good! Yes! Oh, oh, don't stop! Just like that! Oh, yeah, but a little lower! Yeah, baby! Oh, Oh. Nope, nope. Let me have this one. <laughs> They're hitting golf balls, but it sounds sexual. So now we're outside of Ikea with the three musketeers, Tracy, Lutz, and Frank. Give it to him, Frank. Give it to him. We're friends. You can have one of mine. Jenna's singing with a little blonde boy. <laughs> Jenna's singing with a little blonde boy. We still don't know the song. <laughs> Hazel's sleeping on Liz's couch while hugging her pillow and sniffing it. Finally, I can say happy Valentine. Legs! The table collapses on Liz's legs. This gets me out of sex. <laughs> so now they're asleep and Hazel's in Liz's bedroom while Liz and Chris are asleep. My God, Liz, we're wearing the exact same lipstick. Looks better on you, of course. I wish I could just cut those lips right off and wear them. Hazel puts Chris's arm around Liz and cuddles her. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. Happy Valentine's Day to us all. She leans in to kiss the camera. Ah, oh, beautifully done. What a fantastic episode. I love a twofer. Hey. Because <laughs> it's two episodes in one. Just like, but it's also twofer, like the character. It's just like, get on my level. Should we write this mother trucker? I mean, there are some good ass lines in the show. Scores, please. 89. 92. <laughs> 95. I love this episode. It was so fun. 
Why'd you hate it? I didn't hate it. <laughs> I just don't want to rewatch it because it ends so creepy. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is pretty creepy with Hazel. Uh-huh. I don't mind it. It's fair. That's I, you. <laughs> I have a lot more grace for creepy women than creepy men. So I'm just like, oh, but Spishman's also in it. And Evelyn's so sexual. I do have a lot of grace for him as well. <laughs> Next all. week is the tuxedo begins. Hey, baby. Liz gets tired of enforcing rules and good manners around the city, so she decides to take a break from them herself. Meanwhile, Jack decides to run for mayor after he's mugged, and Jenna and Paul fear their relationship has reached normal. I just remember Liz is in the old lady makeup, and she's on the <laughs> subway scaring people. <laughs> just the fucking tackle is amazing. <laughs> well, that was a super fun double. Yes. We did a great job. Hey. Um, if you'd like to hear more of our shenanigans, we have another podcast called Takes All Over the Place, where we talk about a little bit of what's going on in our lives and pop culture, and then the tweets of the week, which is usually between two and 200. A little bit of Monica in my life. We never sing Mambo number five. <laughs> um, then they rate the reigning tweet and the tweet of the week. And then we play a game. It's hilarious. It's Julie amazing. never wins. So check us out at Takes All Over the Place. Takes. All over the place. And if you'd Take. like to support us on Patreon, please go to jibjabflipflabnibnab.com. Patreon.com slash takesfan. <laughs> and if you reach a certain level, you get to be an accountability buddy or you take up with us. Nick will read your name live every week, even though we could record it. <laughs> oh, like Mira Sorvino, apparently. So thank you so much to our dearest James, awe-inspiring Audrey, peerless Pam, Pam, Beneficent Bernie, awesome Abigail, astonishing Alicia, lovely Lars, amazing Ann, Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> We love you, Frank.